Thanks to Sprout Social for supporting this episode of Industry Focus. Sprout Social offers businesses an intuitive platform to help build meaningful relationships at scale on social. To learn how your brand can create real connection, visit SproutSocial.com fool today. Welcome to Industry Focus, the podcast that dives into a different sector of the stock market every day. Today is Thursday, June 20th, and we're discussing FedEx and Amazon. I'm your host, Nick Seipel, and today I'm joined by Motley Fool contributor Dan Klein via Skype. How you doing, Dan? Uh, I'm good. How are you, Nick? I'm doing great. Dan, you're all over the place this week. I think you're on the Tuesday show with Shannon Jones. You know, uh, how are you such a diverse and just well-rounded uh, guest on all these podcasts? What, what do I have to do to be like Dan Klein? Well, you got to be here for six years, so I've covered a lot of things. And honestly, when, you know, I, I am one of the few people that sort of bounces between the different shows. But it's really because like things like what we're going to talk about today, Amazon and FedEx, that could easily be a different angle and be a consumer good show. So it isn't that I cover so many diverse things. It's just that some of the companies I cover, I mean, Amazon could probably be a healthcare show, though they've never had me on the healthcare show. So <laughs> that. I sense a little, a little bit of pangs there, Dan. I just that one last, one last one. You haven't, you haven't completed the Infinity Gauntlet of the industry yeah, focus I, shows. Yeah, I, I've only got four of the rings. I, I need the fifth one, and uh, I think next week I'll be doing market foolery when I'm in the office. So I'm all over the place. Yeah, there you go. Well, well, as as you kind of teased there, we're talking about FedEx and Amazon. Uh, on June 7th, FedEx announced a strategic decision to not renew its FedEx Express U.S. domestic uh, contract with, with Amazon. Uh, FedEx says that they, they f- intend to focus on the broader e-commerce market. They believe there's significant demand and opportunity for growth in e-commerce, uh, and they intend to serve uh, those retailers out- outside of Amazon. When you saw this news, Dan, what was your first reaction uh, to, to, to that you know, hearing that FedEx is breaking up with Amazon? So, Do you have any couple friends that, like, when you go out to dinner with them, it, you can tell they're going to get divorced at some point or break up, and maybe they don't know it. Uh, this is one of those relationships. Amazon was never that big a FedEx customer. It's about 1.3% of FedEx revenue. It was always sort of like, a, yeah, we'll work together, but we'll use the post office or, or UPS first. And for FedEx, this is one of those, if you're not going to have a major chunk of your business come from Amazon, you're better off going to Walmart and Target and all the other big retailers out there and saying, hey, look, we don't deal with Amazon. They, they don't know any of our secret sauce. We, they don't have any special pricing. We're not going to get – we want to work with you. So this sort of makes them more palatable. Yeah, I, I, I was talking about before the show, for our listeners who listen every week to Energy Focus, a couple weeks ago I talked to, uh, with Tim Byers. We talked about Redfin, which is an online real estate brokerage service. And this is a company that announced a new offering uh, that led to Remax, which is another another big nationwide brokerage firm, to, to end its partnership with Redfin. And we, and we said then that you know this is one of those things that the path that Redfin was taking sooner or later it was going to be so antagonistic to these other brokers that we were going to have this breakup take place. That's what took place for Redfin, and I think that is what it took place for Amazon uh, as they pushed into e-commerce and you know became more vertically integrated in logistics and showed that was a clear intent of the path of business going forward. Sooner or later, they were going to become so antagonistic to FedEx or you know maybe UPS eventually that uh, this breakup has had to happen. We've seen some analysts say the same thing. Uh, uh, Ravi Shankar from uh, Morgan Stanley said, quote, We believe FedEx's strategic breakup with Amazon is a watershed moment for the parcel industry that signals Amazon's emergence as a significant player in the industry and brings a new level of risk uh, to numbers at both UPS and FedEx. Uh, Dan, when you see this shift in the industry, are you concerned for UPS and FedEx going forward? 
So I'm not worried about FedEx. This is FedEx saying, you weren't that important to us anyway, so we'll give up this 1.3% of our business in order to be able to work with so many other people. So they expect the size of this business to double from 50 million to 100 million packages uh, a day in the next few years or by 2026. So if you're FedEx, you're basically saying, we're not going to let any one company become too important to us. Now, UPS, I'm absolutely worried for UPS. 26, roughly, percent of their business is from Amazon. So if Amazon keeps ramping up its its shipping business, which is something they've been doing and are going to continue to do, uh, and they say to UPS, hey, we don't need you quite as much. We can do a lot of this on our own. That is a material, irreplaceable part of their business. So UPS is in so far. I don't know that they could even get out of it. And yeah, eventually, Amazon is either going to crush them or buy them. Yeah, you can look at, at a chart. I think you sent this over to me, Dan. Uh, Wolf Research had this chart out. where you So in, in 2013, UPS was 49% of Amazon's shipping business. Uh, today, uh, in 2018, their numbers have the UPS being 22%, with much of that uh, market share being taken away by Amazon, which now represents 26% uh, of, of the logistics that, that are run through that, that website. So, obviously, in the near term, uh, this is going to be a benefit to UPS. Only UPS and FedEx have these express networks, which is the business that, that FedEx pulled. But you know, as you say, Amazon is pushing more into logistics. Uh, they they want to ship, uh, put more logistics in house because it's less expensive to them uh, than fulfilling orders through UPS and FedEx. Uh, and they and they have called out specifically in their filings that they are the transportation and logistics services are an area in which they compete. Uh, Amazon has been making some recent investments in these areas to build out their presence. Can you talk about that a little bit, Dan, and what that means for the company? Yeah, so Amazon has been investing everywhere from last mile. We've talked about their their van network, where they're literally getting entrepreneurs to lease vans, helping them do that, and doing last mile delivery. Then they're they're massively building out their plane uh, force, uh, their plane fleet. And that's where they're sort of encroaching on what these other companies are doing. In addition to that, of course, they have their trucking fleet, which is they're actually selling space against UPS and FedEx. So Amazon isn't just delivering its own stuff. It's become a full-fledged shipping company, and it wants to control as much of its own process as it can. And that includes testing things like building new smaller warehouses, warehouses shipping out of whole food stores, maybe shipping out of some Kohl's locations where it has a partnership. You know, this is something that you're outsourcing it, you see that you're spending more money, and they are building as fast as they can possibly build, but they are hitting some brick walls in that, in that we've done shows about the trucking shortage, uh, so it's hard to hire truck drivers. It's also incredibly difficult to hire pilots. Right. I, I think and that, that's been one issue with Amazon scaling up, is you have to have enough pilots to fly all these planes as demand, uh, particularly you know, when you're shoving in and becoming a third player in this logistics market, uh, you, know, you need to hire some pilots away. Um, you know, and Amazon has struggled to build up its cargo airline. You sent me some stats that Amazon can only run 6.6 hours of revenue air hours per day compared to around 18 for UPS and 14 and a half for FedEx. That's due to crew efficiencies. Can you talk a little bit about what what about bringing new pilots into into this market is is really causing a bottleneck in the the amount of you know human capital you have to to scale up? So. There's sort of a disconnect in how you become a pilot. In order to become a pilot, you have to go to pilot training school, 
And then you have to put in a certain amount of flight hours working for smaller airlines before you can fly the, the, the bigger routes, the bigger planes. And while you're sort of going through that period, not only are you spending 100000 or more on pilot school, your first few years of working, you're making a very low salary. So even though you know being an airline pilot for Southwest or Delta is a very good job, you make a lot of money, uh, it takes a lot of investment to get there. The other problem we have is that in most cases, companies want pilots, and I don't know if Amazon requires this or not, to also have four-year degrees. So in addition to having to go to pilot school, they also have to go to college. This is causing a huge shortage of pilots, which is going to be exacerbated by the fact that there's a mandatory retirement age for pilots at 65. Now, honestly, I think the best way to solve this in the short term is make the mandatory retirement age 70 and just have increased testing and licensing procedures in the five years in between there. But if you're Amazon, you're competing against maybe cushier jobs, maybe higher paying jobs, and just hitting the wall of no matter what you pay, there's simply not enough people who know how to do this. Yeah, so it's something to follow. You know, as we see a clear demand for more, uh, you know, fulfillment services from companies like Amazon and others. To make that happen, we're going to need humans to fly these planes, at least in the near term. Maybe at some point, at some point in time, we'll have a robot that, that, that can you know take off and land. But at least in the near I, I, term, I, we're we're going to need to have people. Yeah, yeah, and I think we could automate plane flight. I think there is such public sentiment against it. It's kind of like the automated driving. Let's say it takes, for every 100 accidents that would happen with human drivers, there's only one with automated drivers. It doesn't work. It has to be zero. So even if we, using automated planes, dramatically cuts down on crashes, until they can guarantee zero, the publicity simply isn't going to work. So Amazon, the first thing they have to do is get more efficient. You talked about how many less working hours they get. That's a practice of time. You know, The more time they do it, the more they're going to refine their process. The bigger they are, the easier it's going to be for them to hire experienced people who can sort of smooth those things out. So if you look at where they are now and where the top of the industry is, they can basically get three times more efficient. And Amazon has shown with shipping that it will eventually get there. Yeah, clearly this is this is uh, something that Amazon's clear, uh, interested in getting more and more involved with, and we're going to continue to follow this story. I think I think we've talked this third or fourth time we've had you on the show to talk <laughs> about this, Dan. So we'll continue we'll continue to, to bring this to ground uh, on the back half of the show. We're going to talk about uh, what opportunities there might be for FedEx uh, to uh, you know, offer services to other e-commerce players and how that industry is evolving. Uh, but first, thanks to Sprout Social for supporting industry focus. What makes people love the brands they love? In a word, connection. And social media is where they look for that connection. Sprout Social gives businesses a unified solution to find, engage with, and nurture their audiences through social. In one intuitive platform, see and respond to every message, join the conversations happening around your brand, and turn rich social data into actionable insights. More than 25,000 organizations around the globe use Sprout to create real connection. No matter the size of your organization or the scale of your social efforts, Sprout has you covered when you need to deliver and measure valuable content, learn deeper insights about your audience, and nurture relationships with your customers. To learn how your brand can create real connection, visit SproutSocial.com slash fool today. That's SproutSocial.com slash fool. Okay, Dan, now let's talk a little bit about what opportunities there might be for FedEx as they expand to offering services to new uh, other e-commerce sellers and retailers. 
Um, they've expanded some of their offerings uh, this year. They introduced uh, their extra hours program to help retailers fulfill online late night orders. And as you mentioned, there are some bigger growth opportunities, arguably, in outside of Amazon and e-commerce uh, than there are within Amazon. Can you talk about what the, what those opportunities are and how FedEx is is moving to uh, serve those businesses? Yeah. So basically, FedEx has positioned itself as the un-Amazon, and that's kind of a smart place to be because as big as Amazon is, it isn't all of retail. And let's look at like the major competitors, which in in terms of most stuff would be Walmart and Target. If you're Walmart and Target, you don't want to use Amazon, certainly, even though you technically could. You also don't want to use any company that's cozied up to Amazon, partly because you'd be less of a priority in most cases, and you just don't know how that data is being shared, what's being used, sort of what's being implicitly shared, and what's being sort of accidentally shared. So this is a way for FedEx to say, hey, we're not working with your competition. We're on your side. We're going to come in and help you do this the best way you can. For example, they're adding Sunday delivery. One of Amazon's prime advantages is that they do two-day and now one-day delivery, and Sundays are included. Well, Walmart doesn't have that. Target doesn't have that. I mean, they have it on a same-day basis in some cases in some markets, but now through FedEx, they can roll out that service. They can add. So if you look at the sizes, Amazon is growing, uh, I think it's like 13.5%, and it's like 30%, so about triple that for Walmart and Target. There's more growth potential outside of Amazon than there is inside of Amazon, because every retailer that isn't Amazon is probably going to look at FedEx as a first solution now. Yeah, I think I think that's that's the huge opportunity when you realize that outside of Amazon, there's faster growth for for a company like FedEx to add services to them. Uh, and as you mentioned, Walmart has been competing really back and forth with Amazon when it comes to this one day shipping offering. Uh, you know, before that, they were competing to who could get to two day shipping uh, without a fee. So, uh, and FedEx has really expanded uh, their relationship with Walmart. Last year, they announced they opened 500 offices inside of Walmart stores. Um, they're also moving uh, with with other retailers as well. They offered they announced a deal this week with Dollar General, uh, where they're going to uh, install uh, facilities in Dollar General stores to offer drop off and pickup services for FedEx packages. They plan to roll that out to fifteen hundred uh, Dollar General stores in the late summer of two thousand nineteen. And by the end of twenty twenty, they plan to have that in eight thousand stores. Obviously, a huge opportunity there. And when you look at what do- you know the areas where Dollar General is located, these are markets that tend to be underserved. When you look at that opportunity, how significant? Do you think that could be for FedEx? Well, I think it's huge because so you're an individual. Do you have a favorite package delivery company? Who's ever the easiest and cheapest for me to get to, I think is my, yeah. Exactly. So I feel the same way. I just had to mail my brother his mail. I was his forwarded his forwarding address for a few months while he was in between jobs. So I went to a UPS store. Is it because I have any loyalty to UPS? No, it's because the parking at the UPS store is easier than the parking at the FedEx location near me. So if I could go to Dollar General, we have a Dollar General near our, our, our other home in the Orlando area, which is about a mile walking. If I could go there and drop off for FedEx, am I going to hunt down a UPS location because they might be a little cheaper or find a post office? No, I'm going to go to whatever the easiest place is. So putting yourself in up to $8,000 generals, and I think that number's low because Dollar General opens 1,000 stores every year. So it seems very logical that any new store they open will have this. Uh, It's a huge opportunity to just collect business. And what are you adding? All you're adding is pickups on existing routes. So this is almost no cost for FedEx. And it's probably a significant amount of incremental business, especially during the holiday season. 
Yeah, so so you know, FedEx did not break up with Amazon without any other plans of what what they might be able to move into. Clear opportunity there uh, with the Dollar General stores, and then as well this week. And we don't know if there's a clear relationship here with FedEx, but we've seen Shopify, who's another. You know, you talk about Dollar General, Walmart, Target. They seem kind of like these lazy older businesses. Well, Shopify is moving uh, into uh, into physical distribution and fulfillment, announcing yesterday at their investor day that they're going to offer customers access to a network of dedicated U.S. fulfillment centers to store and ship consumer goods for online orders. They're going to use machine learning to forecast demand and allocate inventory uh, to route orders to the closest fulfillment centers. And they're going to be working uh, with logistics providers to make that happen. Obviously, as you see Shopify, which is a company that aggregates a lot of small sellers together to offer uh, logistics services, that's another opportunity uh, for FedEx. Do you think that's going to be a bigger trend over time, Dan? You see all these small sellers uniting together through Shopify and other offerings uh, to to maybe bring down the cost of their logistics operations. So I I do see this as an opportunity for FedEx. But if you're on the Shopify platform, you have the ability to to make shipping a service. And what Shopify does is it sort of matches what you're shipping with the best provider. Mm-hmm. Now, could FedEx go in and make a deal so it's the best provider more often? Could it, you know, have uh, staffing at these warehouse distribution center locations? There's a huge opportunity here, and basically any platform. And we saw this with Stamps.com at Shop Talk earlier this year. Any platform that businesses are using has to sort of integrate shipping and logistics because you're competing with what was a two-day standard that's becoming a one-day standard. So if you and I have a regional company, let's say we sell, um, I don't know, model trains that we make ourselves, the, the standard for the consumer is going to be, I get it in two days. They're not going to wait for two weeks because I could save $1.50 by shipping it in two weeks. Everything is going to have to get Amazon-level efficient down to some pretty small companies, and a Shopify can do that, and FedEx can certainly come in and help make that happen. Yeah, so I think you know, taking all this together more broadly, I think in the near term, this is probably going to hurt FedEx somewhat. I mean, because you've had this existing business from Amazon that's just going to fall off. Some analysts have estimated that it could lower FedEx earnings by as many as forty cents a share. However, when you look at the opportunity moving forward. Uh, growth rates in e-commerce away from Amazon are actually growing faster, um, and there are some opportunities to forge some relationships today that could be really significant going forward. Uh, any last thoughts on, on FedEx? And, yeah, and, so, yeah. So to tie this up with the dating analogy, this is FedEx breaking up with its girlfriend, but it spent the last few years flirting all around. It knows that a lot of people are interested. So instead of having this monogamous relationship, FedEx is going to be dating a different supermodel every day part. So this is a, you know, yeah, it'll hurt in the short term simply because you can't build these massive relationships quickly. It takes time. But I see this as, you know, a quarter, two quarters, and then FedEx is going to be in a much better position. And chances are you're going to see their Walmart, Target, Lowe's, Home Depot, all those other non-Amazons, you're going to see that business ramp up very quickly. Yeah, Dan, I I think... For me, when I look at ways, I think e-commerce is going to be a really significant trend going forward. I think everybody believes that. Um, But you see so many players getting into the selling uh, part of that market. When you look at the logistics part of the industry, it it appears it's consolidating into an oligopoly, FedEx, UPS, maybe Amazon is pushing in there. Uh, And with with the growth in all those other parts uh, of e-commerce outside of Amazon, this looks like it could be an interesting place to sniff around for an opportunity to to play a trend in a market that may be... uh, Less competitive 
uh, going forward. But what we'll see, obviously, uh, <laughs> it's hard to say things are less competitive when Amazon is, is lurking around. But uh, interesting yeah, and, and way to, to play the e-commerce trend. And don't forget the U.S. Postal Service, uh, because the reality is that you know they're a big piece of the Amazon business. In fact, they're Amazon's biggest partner. So you sort of have Amazon, UPS, U- U.S. Postal Service on one side, FedEx on the other. It wouldn't shock me if you saw FedEx build out other services, like what Amazon is doing with last mile delivery. You're obviously going to see FedEx move into automation. And, you know, we saw some tests with robots and other things. You might see drones. This is basically FedEx versus the world. And I sort of like that, like where that's going. Yeah. Well, we'll be here to continue watching it as it develops, Dan. Always love having you on and uh, we'll have you on again soon. I'll see you in the office next week. Yes, sir. As always, people on the program may own companies discussed on the show, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against the stocks discussed. So don't buy or sell anything based solely on what you hear. Thanks to Dan Boyd for his work behind the glass. For Dan Klein, I'm Nick Seipel. Thanks for listening, and Fool on!